0: Give them some food yourselves, the Lord Jesus tells them in today's gospel. Now, is he messing with those guys, or do they have the power to feed 5,000 men plus women and children? Well, we can look at another passage in Scripture. Jesus said to the paralyzed man, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And we know how that turned out. The paralyzed man did get up and, and pick up his mat and walk. And then he got in trouble for carrying the mat on the Sabbath day. But it's pretty amazing to see that the Lord Jesus gives the power for the thing that he commands. The apostles had the power as the Lord commanded them. Give them some food yourselves. Either they didn't know it or they didn't believe it. So Jesus then goes and does the miracle himself. And it was a great miracle, feeding of the 5,000 men plus women and children, but those people would hunger again. Even though it was a great miracle, the real miracle is the one that we heard about in our second reading. He took bread, and after he had given thanks, broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He gives us himself, his body, blood, soul, and divinity, for our supernatural nourishment. And if that's not already scandalous enough that the God-man himself would put himself in such a humble appearance like bread and wine, then he says to sinful men, do this in remembrance of me. But we see that pattern of how the Lord operates. He's not messing with us. He gives us what we need so we can obey his commandment. So how do we respond? We celebrate the Eucharist every day, the worldwide church. We respond with joy and reverence in the presence of the Eucharist. In our second reading, St. Paul reminds us of what Jesus did at that Last Supper as he instituted the Eucharist. The reading ended, but what St. Paul wrote next is very helpful for us when we might ask, how do I respond to the Lord in the Eucharist? St. Paul's writing continues. He says, therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily will have to answer for the body and blood of the Lord. That sounds serious. At least it sounds like I should be careful. And St. Paul continues. A person should examine himself and so eat the bread and drink the cup. For everyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. Once again, it still sounds pretty serious. So how do we examine ourselves, as St. Paul says? How do we discern the body of Christ, which may be damaged because of my sin? It sounds like frequent confession is the easiest way to prepare myself properly for receiving the Eucharist. And finally, St. Paul says, "...that is why many among you are ill and infirm, and a considerable number are dying." If we discerned ourselves, we would not be under judgment. So the bread of life is our constant reminder of Jesus' victory over sin and death. And St. Paul shows us that the bread of life gives life if we receive properly, if we're properly disposed to receive him. As Father Larry Richard says, we don't want to turn the bread of life into the bread of death. By not preparing properly. So, how do we respond? We have a desire to receive Him with a pure heart. We consider once again those nonverbals that we speak loudly in our body language as we receive Holy Communion. Our body language says, I am in the state of grace. Our body language says, as a minimum, I participate at Mass every Sunday and on holy days of obligation since my last confession. Our body language says, I am not conscious of any other grave sin since my last confession. Pope Urban IV instituted this feast of Corpus Christi in the 13th century to foster devotion to the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. And at his request, St. Thomas Aquinas composed some hymns for the feast of Corpus Christi, and we heard part of that in today's sequence before the gospel. It reminds us that the Eucharist is so amazing and so beautiful that even the things written that are like theological, things that are maybe academic, they even also have like a poetic feel to them because we're talking about the Lord's presence in the Eucharist. Even the words of our main reference book that we call the Catechism are beautiful in speaking of the Eucharist. I'll give you one example. It says, in the blessed Eucharist is contained the whole spiritual good of the church, namely Christ himself. So we are people making our pilgrim journey through this deserted place of our earthly exile. We enter into these sacred mysteries where the Lord still feeds us with himself. He is our food for the journey. And by this amazing sacrament, he pledges us that glory that is our destiny. So as often as we share in his body and blood, we proclaim his victory over death until he comes again and makes his victory our own.